0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shurr What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Tuesday, November 1st, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcast and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It definitely helps the show out. It helps me out. And if you leave your five-star review with your hottest take or opinion on what's going on around the league, I'll make sure to read it on the pod and uh, you know react to what you said. All right. So, what are we talking about today? I think one thing that has really stood out so far this season across the league is things are changing in the NFL. A few years ago, it used to be if you have your franchise guy, you didn't need those great receivers. If you had someone you were paying forty million dollars to, or you know, I guess five or six years ago, it would have been thirty million dollars to, then you didn't have to have the elite guys around him. The, the belief was that quarterbacks made the receivers better. You look at all the years with Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers has had Devontae Adams and, and some quality guys, but they've never, you know, really had a ton of talent around him. Um, you know, guys like that that didn't have those elite top five receivers besides Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers, but that didn't have those elite, elite guys around them for the majority of their career. It was the perception. The perception was you have the you have the elite quarterback, you don't need the elite receivers. Well, I think that's definitely changing. If you look around the NFL this year specifically, some of the best young quarterbacks that have taken leaps are ones where the team surrounded them with talent. The two prime examples are Miami and Philadelphia. In Miami, you look what they've put around Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. And as a result, Tua's playing way better. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league this season when healthy. You look at Philadelphia, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They go out, they give A.J. Brown $100 million, right? Jalen Hurts now. He's in the MVP discussion. Going into the year, it was questioning if he could even run a passing offense. Now, this past Sunday, he has four touchdowns, no interceptions, and he looks like an elite passer making elite throws. So there is no question, and, and you see it in the contracts with what these guys are getting paid. They're getting close to quarterback money, some of these guys, and at the very least, they're getting almost defensive end money. So certainly around the league, the wide receiver position is being valued more than it has ever before, and as a result... I'm going to take some time today and rank who I think are the top five wide receivers in the NFL right now. And for me, this is basically a combination of obviously most talented, But also, if I were to put these guys in any situation, how would they fare? Like my number one guy, I can tell you right now, I put him on any team. I know he's putting up big numbers. I know that he is going to be able to be an impact player with almost any quarterback. That's what I'm looking at. So it's a combination of who's the most talented, who could be an impact player everywhere. And I did take resume into consideration, you know, sustained success. I'm not going to knock a player for, you know, a bad first seven games of the year. So let's go over my top five receivers right now in the NFL, and we'll start with number five. I'll say this. Coming up with five was extremely tough. There are probably three or four guys that I think are very, very talented that didn't quite make the cut for me, but any given week can play like the best receiver in the NFL, and it speaks to the amount of talent that's in the league uh, at the position. So, Number five to me came down between Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills and A.J. Brown of the Eagles. And I think they both have a really strong case to be named top five receiver in the league. Uh, Stefan Diggs this year, tied for the most 40-plus yard catches in the league, number two in yards overall, eighth in yards per target. The only thing I would knock him on like a little bit this year is he is 27th in yards per catch. You don't see a lot of elite receivers around there, uh, you know, when it comes to those yards per catch. So even though he does have some big plays for sure, 27th in yards per catch, certainly not ideal. But you look at what he's done in Buffalo, 2,800 yards the last two seasons, 18 touchdowns. He's leading the NFL in touchdowns currently. And he's the best receiver. I mean, Gabriel Davis is obviously very good. But he's the best receiver on the best, arguably the best offense in the NFL. And I think that counts for something. So for me, it comes down to him or A.J. Brown for that number five spot. A.J. Brown this year, number two in yards per reception in in the NFL among receivers with at least 50 targets. So number two in the NFL, yards per reception if they have at least 50 targets. He's one of the biggest playmaking receivers in the NFL this season. He's tied for third most touchdowns. And what he's showing is, I think in Tennessee, he was viewed as someone that's a physical after-the-catch guy. You hit him on a slant route, he can take a 20-yard catch, turn it into an 80-yard touchdown. But what he's shown in Philadelphia is an ability to make those big plays down the field. This past Sunday against Pittsburgh, he had three touchdowns. All of them were 25-plus yards. Two of them were down the sideline. He beat his man, created separation. The other one, he went down the field, jumped over two defenders, read it perfectly in the air. And made the touchdown catch so when I look at A.J. Brown excellent route runner excellent after the catch can be a deep threat guy and the fact he's put up really good numbers with Ryan Tannehill as his uh, quarterback the majority of his career and now Jalen Hurts is playing at a much higher level but he's not Josh Allen yet right so I think A.J. Brown has not played with the quarterbacks throughout his career Stephon Diggs has Stephon Diggs even had Kirk Cousins and I think you could definitely argue Kirk Cousins is better than Ryan Tannehill so you look at what AJ's going to do this year, his first year with getting high-quality quarterback play. He's on pace for 1,600 yards and 12 touchdowns. He can do it all, ultimately. He, he can He's better after the catch, I think, than Stephon Diggs. He's maybe not as quite of a good route runner. Stephon Diggs is a pretty clinical elite route runner, but I think AJ Brown is just a better athlete. I think he can, like I said, he's better after the catch. He can make plays down the field. So while both are truly elite, and it's not a You know, a knock on Diggs at all? I think just physically, AJ Brown is a better, better receiver. I think he has more tools physically than Diggs does. I think if you put Diggs, uh, if you put Brown on the Bills, these last few years, he'd be putting up monster numbers as well. So for my fifth spot, I'm gonna give the edge to AJ Brown. Put Stephon Diggs number six. AJ Brown, I think right now is the fifth best receiver in the NFL, and don't be surprised if he if he's in the top three very soon because the next two guys I have on this list. I would say, are mostly based off a resume. Now, number four for me is Cooper, Cut, uh, Cooper Cup. This year, he has nine catches for 20-plus yards, only one for 40-plus yards, so he hasn't really been that deep play threat that he's shown at times he can be uh, with with the Rams. 686 total yards, five touchdowns. Now, I think his performance this year is definitely based off the fact that Matthew Stafford looks like he's washed like he looks like he is not the player he used to be but you have to take into account what cooper cup has done in his career i mean what he did last year simply unbelievable did it in the regular season did it in the playoffs did it in the super bowl and that type of resume has to lend you in the top five. Again, I know Stafford's not playing as well. And really, the Rams as a whole are not playing as well. As well. But ultimately, Cooper Cup has shown that in that offense, he can do it all. And he can be incredibly hard to stop, if not if not borderline, impossible to stop if he's playing with a good quarterback. My only concern with Cooper Cup would be this. If I put him in any offense, like if I put him on Baltimore, or if I put him on uh, you know the Giants or something like that. Would he be as effective? Or is he the benefit of really the Sean McVay offense and then Matthew Stafford giving him good quarterback play? Now, because this year without Stafford playing at a high level, his numbers are not as impressive. So I, again, his resume certainly uh, should put him in the top five. He's obviously a very talented receiver. I just think when I look at him when I look at his skill set compared to other receivers, I'm not as confident he can go to any team in the NFL and do what he does. Maybe I'm taking what Sean McVay does a little too much into consideration, but when I see AJ Brown put up big numbers with Ryan Tannehill and now I see what he's doing with the Eagles, like I think there's an argument that AJ Brown is a more physically gifted receiver than Cooper Cup is. I just think with the resume Cooper Cup has, you have to give him the edge right now. And so I would put him at number four in the NFL among the receivers. Number three for me, another guy based off resume because he's not having the great year. But I think quarterback play is a big part of that. And for me, it's Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders. I still think he's a top three receiver. Coming into this year, he probably would have been number one on most people's lists, at worst number two. I mean, the numbers he put up in Green Bay were insane, but he had good quarterback play. And that matters. But when you look at what he's done in Las Vegas with Derek Carr, I mean, the way Rodgers is playing this year, maybe it's not big of a that big of a drop off. But overall, it's certainly viewed that Derek Carr is not the player that Aaron Rodgers is. In this year he has only 512 yards, six catches of 20-plus 20 yards, 25 receivers have more. So he's not been a deep play threat at all. But again, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because he's in a very tough spot. He has what might be the worst coach in the NFL uh, coaching him. I mean, Dan Campbell's in that discussion as well. But he has a terrible situation there uh, with his head coach. But you look at what he's done. Over 1,300 yards, three of the last four years. I think if you put him on back on the Packers, or if you put him on the Rams, if you put him on the Dolphins, if you put him on the Eagles, I think he's putting up way better numbers. And I think we're still talking about him as one of the best receivers in the league. So for me, Devontae Adams still a number three, still a top three receiver, and I have I have him at number three. Number two for me, and again, these guys are all so close. It, it, it was hard to 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 rank these because they're all so talented. But number two for me, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings. I think you can make an argument if you had to pick one receiver right now to to have for the rest of their careers, Justin Jefferson might be the guy. Second most catches this year of 20-plus yard. He's tied for the most 40-plus yard catches, so he's a down-the-field guy that can make big plays excellent route runner pretty good hands drops can be an issue sometimes but he's a big play guy when he has the ball over 1400 yards as a rookie 1600 yards in his second year and he did all this despite having Mike Zimmer as his as his head coach you look at what he's going to do this year now that they have an offensive head coach he's on pace for over 1800 yards touchdowns are down a little bit but he's on pace to put up 1800 yards so he'll go 1400 1600 1800 in his first three seasons he has more yards catches 20 plus yard catches and first downs in A.J. Brown. I I briefly thought, you know what, maybe A.J. would get ahead of him just because how physically dominating A.J. can be. But Justin Jefferson, more yards catches, 20-plus yard catches, and first downs in A.J. Brown. And he's projected to have over 200-plus yards, more than A.J. is going to have. So Justin Jefferson, really almost everything you want in a receiver. And I think right now he's the number two receiver in the NFL. Number one for me is Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins. And with him, he's a guy that where stats really you almost don't need to hear the stats. I've seen him play live a few times. I've seen him practice in person a few times. And his speed is it's elite. It's next level. It's a type of speed where everybody in the NFL looks fast when you watch them practice. You watch Tyreek Hill, and he looks like a level above everybody else on the field. He's the most explosive wide receiver in the game. Speed, absolutely insane most yards in the NFL, most first downs uh, in the NFL. Big play guy. And again, kind of how I started off this, look at what he's done for Tua. Like you put Tyreek Hill on that team and all of a sudden Tua looks like he can be the franchise guy. Tyreek Tyreek Hill has a thing every NFL defensive coordinator fears. And that's the ability to get behind any defense, burn any cornerback, and take, take a third and 15 and turn it into a long touchdown down the field. So Well, I think because of his age, Justin Jefferson would probably get the edge if you had to pick who you want to build your team around. Tyreek Hill is the one. Like right now, Tyreek Hill is the number one receiver in the NFL. Might not be as big as Devontae Adams. uh, you know. Might might not be as physically dominating as A.J. Brown. But he's the best receiver. He impacts the game the most. He makes his quarterback better. He scares defenses the most. And I think when you're ranking the best receivers in the NFL, and there are so many talented ones right now, Tyreek Hill still gets that number one spot. So a few guys I wanted to give credit to, even though they weren't in my top five, I think they deserve credit as even being in the conversation. Jamar Chase of the Bengals, tons of potential. You look at what he did last year, helping the Bengals make the Super Bowl. He was very, very close to being in my top five. Dealing with an injury now, which is not ideal. But Jamar Chase, similar to Justin Jefferson, obviously both LSU products, he seems to have it all. He's dangerous after the catch. He can go down the field. I just think because of a little bit of a lack of experience, again, he's only played one year, one full year in the NFL, just a few games this year. You look at what guys like Diggs, Brown, Cup, Adams, Jefferson, Hill, like these guys all have, you know, three, you know, three plus years. In Jefferson's case, this is his third year, but more of a track year, uh, more of a track record of dominance. So I think Jamar Chase is right there on the list. J- Jalen Waddle also high on the list has some issues with drops but very special he has elite speed he might end up being the best receiver from that draft class which is pretty wild when you think about how good that class was so he's right up there and then Mike Evans DK Metcalf and yes Gabriel Davis of the Bills were the other ones that I considered. So those would probably be my top 10 guys right now. Devontae Smith working his way into that discussion. There are some other receivers. Like I said, the the league is loaded right now with elite receiver talent. But again, this would be my top five. Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown. And by the time, next time I make this list, and maybe I'll do it again in a few weeks, I think A.J. Brown could be number three, jumping Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said at the top, please hit that subscribe button. It helps the pod. It helps me out. And if you leave a five-star review with an NFL take you want to hear, maybe you know something on the Bills, something on the Ravens, something on the Saints, leave that take in the review section. I will make sure to read it on the pod. And it will really help the show grow. So thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday.